Bonus episode number 26. And in this holiday season, while we are putting more effort into being forgiving, cheerful, and jolly, I thought I'd go over some of the reasons why you might want to continue the effort throughout the year. Hello, my name is Jody Flynn and welcome to Women Taking the Lead, where we are all about creating blasts of inspiration to help you overcome self-doubt so you can lead with confidence, integrity, and a sense of humor. Head over to womentakingthelead.com to join the community and get the resources to support you on your leadership journey. Now, your future awaits, so let's get started. Hello, everyone, and thank you for joining me today. I'm coming to you as I get over the last bit of a head cold, so I'm going to be a little nasally today, but I hope you either find it funny or you don't notice it at all. This fourth quarter has been a whirlwind with the release of my book and the success it has had. I cannot thank you all enough for purchasing a copy and sharing Accomplished with your friends. The feedback I'm getting on it is phenomenal, and several of my clients have bought a copy for their teams and partners, and they are going to use it as a professional development tool in the coming year. That was something I hadn't even thought of when I wrote the book. So things like this keep happening, and it keeps letting me know that I did the right thing. I knew I needed to write this book, and uh, the feedback just validates that. And in this holiday season, while we are putting more effort into being forgiving, cheerful, and jolly, I thought I'd go over some of the reasons why you might want to continue the effort throughout the year. At least, you know, it will be an effort until it doesn't require so much effort. It just becomes naturally what you do. We all need to vent at one time or another. The pressure builds inside of us and we need to release it to a close and trusted confidant, right? The mistake I see some women make is bringing that behavior into their professional life, assuming everyone they're talking to is on the same page as they are. They voice their grievances indiscriminately and without any commitment to create change for the better. Another reason I'm doing this episode is as a reminder to myself to always be mindful of the impact I have on others, like what I say and what I do, how that is impacting others. I'm generally known as a positive person, but I have my moments of negativity and I'd like those moments to be fewer and farther between in the future. Also, if you're a win-lose kind of person, I can tell you when you go negative in relationships, you lose. The person being the most negative appears to be the more immature, unstable person, and thus will appear to be the source of all the problems, whether or not that's true. So protect your reputation and your peace of mind by being aware of what comes across as negative and work towards keeping a more positive frame of mind. Now, here are some obvious ways we can tend to go negative. Complaining about another person, especially when framed in a way to make yourself look good. This is also a form of gossip, and it is as damaging to the other person as it is to you. You may not realize it, but you are sending a message to those you are talking with that you don't know how to handle conflict and that you're not capable of resolving issues. While you may find people who agree with you and validate your position, you also make yourself look weak and untrustworthy. Those around you will believe you to be the type of person who will sell them out as well should you get mad at them. 
So instead, find a way to resolve your conflict with the source of the conflict. If you need to talk through your strategy with someone first, find a trusted confidant who will listen objectively and keep your conversation confidential. And make sure it's someone who also won't judge you for your feelings, who will, you know, give you that space to get your thoughts out talk through the problem and find a solution or an idea for going forward. Secondly, talking at length about how hard you have it. Everyone is going through something. Nobody has it easy. It's okay to share with your friends and close associates an update on some challenges you have to let them into your world and possibly brainstorm some solutions. If the conversation is focused on finding a a solution, it can actually be energizing, especially to those who love problem solving. And before you share your challenges, weigh whether or not it's even worth sharing. You'll be surprised that if you're able to let some things go and not focus on them by engaging in a conversation about them, fewer things will bother you. We all have things to be grateful for. Share those instead if you're looking for something to talk about. Third, a third obvious way we go negative is saying anything snarky. It's unprofessional. I've seen people try to be snarky and mix company thinking that it was a good joke, but instead it landed like a lead balloon. Sarcasm is easily misunderstood. So outside of the private conversation you have with your other sarcastic friend, avoid it. It's not worth taking the chance. Now, there's also a few subtle forms of going negative, and, you know, these can be harder to identify, but you'll feel it when it's happening. The first one is disagreeing with everyone's ideas without expressing any alternatives or offering to help in the solution. It's okay not to agree with others, but when you shoot down other people's ideas and don't have a logical reason for it or an alternative, you run the risk of looking contentious. Rather than disagreeing outright, politely ask questions that would help the other party see the gaps in their plan or reveal information that would help you to see the validity of the idea, right? It's about engaging in conversation and not outright saying no, or that won't work, or that's a stupid idea. Secondly, expressing your opinions without being asked for them. Have you ever been around someone who was constantly blurting out, I don't like that, that's okay, this isn't okay, oi, you know, (laughs) you know, when we want to be able to share ourselves and our feelings and our thoughts with other people, but be mindful about whether or not it's just an opinion, you know, and there's nothing wrong with stating it, you know, here's my, my opinion, this is what I prefer, but if the majority of your conversation is all about your opinions and your preferences, that can be kind of draining for other people. Instead, be curious about other people, their perspectives, how they see things. That That's much more energizing. And thirdly, moping. This passive-aggressive tactic is usually employed after someone has not gotten their way. Rather than accepting what has been decided, they choose to disengage and refuse to participate in protest. This is considered childish behavior, and it makes the situation uncomfortable for everyone. 
rather than moping, either completely remove yourself from the situation or organization if it's that intolerable, or shake it off and start participating again. You will look like a team player and the bigger person. You know, and really that's what it's it's about. It's about being the person others want to be around. If you want to have greater influence, you know, if you want people to listen to you and include you and feel like you belong, then you want to create that energy and that environment for others. We all can agree that it's draining to be around people who are constantly complaining. Don't be the person others want to avoid because you have a tendency to go negative on occasion. And I go over all the triggers to this behavior and how you can be the person others want to work with, promote, and support as you move towards your goals in my book, Accomplished, How to Go from Dreaming to Doing. And I have a link to it in the show notes as well. And also, don't go it alone. If you've been looking for like-minded women to connect with, join us in the private Facebook group. That link will also be in the show notes. And you can also find it in Facebook by typing Women Taking the Lead Private Group in the search bar. Well, I hope this was very helpful to you. I would love any feedback you have on this. Comment on the post, comment on the show notes, send me an email. You can reach me at Jodi, J-O-D-I, at womentakingthelead.com. I always love hearing from you guys. Thank you again for listening, and here's to your success. Thank you for joining me on Women Taking the Lead. Are you ready to take the lead in your own life but need some support? Head over to womentakingthelead.com forward slash contact to introduce yourself. And to strengthen you on your leadership journey, I'd like to send you off with a quote from Marianne Williamson. Our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. It is our light, not our darkness, that most frightens us. We ask ourselves, who am I to be brilliant, gorgeous, talented, fabulous? Actually, who are you not to be? You are a child of God. Your playing small does not serve the world. There is nothing enlightened about shrinking so that other people won't feel insecure around you. We are all meant to shine as children do. We were born to make manifest the glory of God that is within us. It's not just in some of us, it's in everyone. And as we let our own light shine, we unconsciously give other people permission to do the same. As we are liberated from our own fear, our presence automatically liberates others. Again, thank you for joining with me and here's to your success.